Welcome to the Balancing Act Podcast. Our goal is to encourage married couples in ministry. While we don't know it all, we do know a little. I'm Bill. And I'm Katie. Come on in. We're glad to have you. Welcome to episode four of the Balancing Act podcast. We are back. We missed a couple of weeks because Katie was not feeling super well and had no voice. How is the voice doing now? Um, it's better. Not 100%, but it's better. Doing better. Doing better. We talked in the last episode about balancing schedules, and we wanted to take some time this week to talk about not only what does a weekly reset look like for us, but also how do we accomplish this and kind of talk through our marriage journaling process that we do that kind of keeps us communicating. So for us, um, we choose Sunday as our day um, to set aside time to go over our weekly schedule and complete our marriage journal. Um, Sunday just works best for us um, because that's kind of how we do our calendar. Um, So this is something we started really even doing before we were married. We set aside time just to talk about um, our schedule and like things we had going on. Um, and we started parts of this marriage journal that we've been doing. Um, we started that when we were dating, just talking through some of the communication parts. Um, and this uh, weekly reset time has just become a vital part of our marriage and, and our communication. Yeah. So the marriage journal itself, this is something that you found, right? Mm-hmm. And how did, how did you come across this? Um, there was a show back in the day and I can't, uh, little people, big world. Um, and I have followed those people for a long time. And one of the couples, um, Jeremy and Audrey Roloff, have created um, the hashtag um, beating the 50% that talks about um, being intentional with your marriage and not being a statistic of 50% of people that are divorced. Um, and so they created a journal. Um, they have a lot of other things that they have as a part of their ministry, but this is something that I thought would be interesting to try, and it has just become um, part of our our life and our marriage. Yeah, and we have honestly come to like this so much that we've given this as wedding gifts to several couples now. Yeah, yeah, in, in hopes that this would be a tool that they could use to um, help their communication and, and just their openness in their marriage. Yeah. So the first thing we do is we have a we have a set time that we meet every week at six. I think are we doing it at six or seven? It's changed it, throughout. It's the years. changed throughout the years. It's been six and it's been seven. But at, when our marriage meeting time or whatever you want to call it happens, we go down into to my office and we work through this journal. And one of the first aspects of the journal is each week there's a devotional and it's a, a biblically focused devotional. Like week one of the journal we've just opened up there, week one is about joy. And you kind of talk through what joy looks like in a marriage. And then usually the devotion will either have with within it or at the end of it a couple of questions that can create some discussion about whether it's joy or it's accountability or it's communication, just a way to continue that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then um, it flows right into like a weekly calendar, if you will. Um, It's Monday through um, Sunday, and then it has a section for notes. Um, And we just go through, we pull out our calendars, planners or whatever, and um, we just write our initials, a K and a B, 
and um, what do you have going on this day, like what appointments or, or things that would affect us as a couple. Because um, there's some things in our schedule that don't like he doesn't need to know I have a meeting at work um, just because it doesn't affect him. It, but, but we do talk about things that would affect our time um, at home together. Um, and, and, and sometimes it is during the day, like, hey, I need you to be praying for this kind of thing. But um, we just got to go through a week. Yeah, just day by day. And then it also gives us a good chance. So we not only, hey, what appointments affect us as a family or as a couple, but then also what birthdays are coming up for, for people right. we know or, or family or, or special dates that we need to be focused on. The next section is, I think, the the bread and butter of what this journal is. And it's these weekly questions. Most weeks, there's six of them. And they're just to kind of create some conversation. So the first one is, what brought you joy this week? Yeah, so when we get this question, um, I, in particular, enjoy this question because I tend to be a more positive um, person. So I'm excited to share what was joyful um, or what brought me joy that um, the previous week. Um, like I said, I, I like this question, but sometimes there are weeks where I didn't even get to ask like, hey, did you have fun this week? Or was there something you did that was enjoyable? And so really this journal offers an opportunity to ask that question when weeks are super busy. Yeah, and, and I honestly, I struggle with this one. I have to go back and look at my calendar and I have to really think about like, what is something that brought me joy? And like, this is, that's probably something I need to work on. But I, I really struggle with this question. And it's not always you struggle. It's just sometimes it's changing the way that you, you think about the week as yeah. a whole. Um, this, the next question is, what is something that was hard this week? Now, this one I'm a lot easier with. <laughs> like this one, I usually have a whole list of things that were, were difficult or, or hard. But just to take a chance, you know, we don't want to just look at the positives. We also want to look at, as a couple, how can we support each other in the negatives? Like, how do you need more prayer? How, do, how can I be there for you? And knowing kind of those things like, hey, this was difficult for you th last week. I know if you're dealing with it this week, it's probably still difficult. So it just gives us an opportunity to kind of acknowledge things that e each other might be going through. So while a lot of couples will be tempted to only want to talk about the positives, <clears throat> I think it's it's very important that we talk about the hard as well. Yeah, and sometimes it can be uncomfortable like... Like, I guess the first couple weeks or maybe months that we did this journal, it was very difficult to, it was kind of awkward. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, do I, okay, like, I'm going to say this, but I don't want you to be offended or, um, you know, like, sometimes it felt repetitive because we had talked, you know, we, we already knew the answers to each other's questions. Um, but it really has become such a good thing for us to talk about the good and, and the bad because... And if I know something was hard for him this week, like I think about things I could do to make said situation easier. Um, sometimes it's possible, but sometimes it's not. But just being aware of what is good and, and the struggle Yeah. for the other. Yeah. The next one is, what is one thing I can do for you this week? Um, for me, I think this is the hardest question um, because I don't like to ask for help. Um and so I look at this as like, what can you do for me? How can you help me? Um, and I don't typically like to ask for help. 
Um, so it's really a stretch because I don't want to burden him with another task because I know he has a lot on his plate. Um, so this one over the years has kind of changed um, how I've answered. Um, but yeah, I think it's still a good question. I just always struggle with that one. Yeah, and I, I sometimes wonder if this is the one that we struggle with the follow through as much on this one. Because it seems like, at least lately, we repeat the same thing week after week. Like, okay. hey, I said this, but we didn't really do this very well, so I'm saying this again. Can we focus on, on this item? And it may be something that, hey, it may be something that you can do for me individually. It may be something that you can help me focus on for us as a family. It, it doesn't just have to be like, hey, what's something that you can do to, to serve me? That can be it. But it can be multiple other things as well. Like just for the sake of example, the one that we've really been trying to focus on the last couple of weeks is getting back to we've gotten in a bad habit of eating dinner in front of the TV and trying to get back to eating dinner at the table. And so far it just hasn't worked because that's been easy and comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads us into, well, not really leads us into, but the next question on the list is, um, and this one can be probably the most challenging I think for a couple in general um, is there any unconfessed sin conflict or hurt that we may um, need to resolve and or seek forgiveness for yeah and, and if I'm honest I, I think this is the one that we probably need to work on the most as far as like the way that we answer this because I think we answer this very much in an aspect of is there any sin conflict or hurt between the two of us Whereas like when we talk about the joy, it's it's usually, not usually, but there are a lot of times where the thing that brought us joy is something outside the marriage that we've been a part of. The thing that was hard is something outside the marriage that we, we talk <clears throat> about. I think with this one as well, we could probably open this up and look outside the marriage. You know, is there is there an area that I've sinned, that I need to confess and seek forgiveness for, and I'm asking you to hold me accountable to do that. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that, because most of the time our answer is um, no, um, because I'm not the type of person that can stew on things. So, like, if I've done something wrong or, um, like, I said something harshly or vice versa, um, I want to fix it right away, seek forgiveness immediately, and then move on. I don't like to dwell on things um, or, like, have that hovering over me, so I want to fix it quickly, um, which I don't think you were like that. We've kind of become like that. Mm -hmm. um, not that I, like, influenced that or anything. I just think that that is important to me. So <laughs> if, if, if I'm treating this question as a marriage question, um, I try to fix it right away. Um, you know, so oftentimes our answer is no, but if we thought about it as the whole person, um, not just, just the marriage, you know, that could open up. But if you're just starting the journal, I think I would focus on, on the marriage itself. Yeah. And I mean, that is something that I'm glad we've instituted because we don't really have a lot of conflict that is drug out. We deal with it pretty quick. I'd say usually... And it's been very rare that we don't, but usually it's that same day we try to we try to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, the next question is, what is a dream, craving, or desire that has been on the forefront of your mind? 
in this one, I, I guess really all of them can at certain seasons of life be hard questions to answer. Um, but sometimes we don't talk about the things that we'd like to do. Like, you know, I want to write or I want to cook more or I want to, you know, really, you know, like narrow down my quiet time and make it super intentional. And sometimes we don't verbalize those things to one another. Um, yes, we're married and we love each other, but I sometimes think that life gets in the way of us actually communicating what our hopes and dreams are. And I think, um, you know, life can just get in the way of that, of saying, you know, hey, if this is what you want to be doing, you know, how can I help encourage you in that or support you in that or, um, you know, hold you accountable in that? Because sometimes that it just depends on what the other person needs. Yeah, it also gives us a window into what is what. What are each other passionate about? Like mm-hmm. where your passions are, and that does change. You know, for me, sometimes, like you mentioned, it's it's doing writing. Right now, it's because I'm in this season of trying to build in rest and balance to everything. It's wanting to go golfing more and find those times to kind of take a break. So it does give us a, an eye into what we're each passionate about. And the last question, um, on a normal week, the last question is, how can I pray for you this week? Yeah, and that just gives us an opportunity. What What is something you're in need of prayer for? Maybe it is a conversation you need to have at work or something you need to do or prayer to remain focused or a habit to put in. Just something kind of, hey, I really need you as my partner to be intentional about praying for me for this item. Yeah, and I will say um, that question often gets um, switched to the third question, like, what can I do for you this week? Um, Sometimes I will say, I need you to pray for, you know, whatever it is, because that, like, and then, and he always redirects me and says, Katie, that's question six, like, we'll get there. But that's often my response and what you can do for me um, is to pray, even though that's another section. Yeah. Well, and then we come to every month, there are two questions that are added in that you reflect on each month. Uh, And these are the two that I find to be, um, early on, they were were kind of the the difficult ones, Um, but they're they're just monthly, monthly kind of where are we at kind of questions. The first one is, how are we stewarding our finances? And then the second one is, how is our sex life? And these are just kind of, you could almost call them pulse checks of like, hey, how are we doing in our marriage? Are we doing the right things with our money? Are we doing the right things intimately? Are we being focused on each other the way that we need to be? Yeah, and and the, the questions like for the month kind of lead up to those questions. Like, you know, what has happened? Um, you know, like, are you guys focused on what you should be? Are you taking time for yourselves in marriage? Are, are you... Um, making sure that you're not overspending. It just it just is like a monthly check-in because sometimes couples don't even talk about it. Um, they just keep mm-hmm. going on. And, and I know for you, like having the like finance is still one of those things that you don't like to talk about. Um, we just rather say everything, you know, everything's fine and move on. Um, but sometimes it's important to, to talk about the uncomfortable things. Um, and I think... You know, five, how many years, how many journals is this? Is this our fifth journal we're on? Fifth, I think, yeah. Um, You know, five journals in, you know, 52 weeks of asking the same questions, you know, year after year, it has become easier. But that first 
year of getting this question, it was like, oh, here, here that question comes again. Like, okay, fine. I mean, it just requires you to be extra vulnerable. And um, sometimes that's good. And sometimes that, you know, the answer to those questions isn't a good answer. And it's, you know, but it, it does realign our focus and um, we try better the next month. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I can't express enough whether you've been married a week or 50 years, just how much this journal can really help focus your conversations and make sure that as a couple, we're doing the right things. You know, on the front of the, the journal, they say that it's to connect, communicate and grow in love. And I know that for, for me in the five years that we've been doing this, this has been extremely helpful with helping in that. It resets our week and sets us off in a good um, pattern. Absolutely. So I will put a link for this journal down in the description below where you can go and you can pick one up. We thank you for tuning in and we hope to see you in the next one.